0: Alan Gray, helping you secure your future. Alan Gray is an authorized financial services provider. How many of us are on social media? If I asked you to raise your hands, I think a large number of us would uh, have hands up with varying accounts and uh, different platforms that we on and all for different reasons, right? And whilst we know that social media can be a great way of actually connecting individuals, exposing you to new ways of thinking and seeing things, uh, it can also be used very cautiously to share some information. But when it comes to financial information, that's when we probably need to be all the wiser and put filters through the information that we absorb from understanding the kind of uh, stocks to invest in, uh, tips in terms of managing your finances to behavioral hacks. There's a lot of themes that one can learn, but you need to make sure that you are quite mindful of the information that you actually are absorbing. Uh, and to help us understand that, we joined on the line by the head of strategic markets at Allen Gray, Nomi Bogani. Nomi, such a great pleasure to touch base with you again. Great to um, talk again, Gugu. Fantastic. I'm quite excited about this conversation because it's one that really is going to help educate all of us really um, who are on social media and might just even be starting out in our investment journeys. And there's a particular example that I understand will allude to in terms of making sure that uh, social media is used for the good and not to uh, lead us down the wrong path. Through investments, but tell us about Fintok. I understand that this was a craze on TikTok um, that showed how uh, scammers and fraudsters actually take advantage of unsuspecting investors. What happened here?
1: So, uh, what we're seeing actually is a number of hashtags. So hashtags are used across a number of platforms um, on TikTok uh, specifically. So the uh, hashtags we've been seeing are things like fintalk, moneytalk, um, how to invest, personal finance. Really catchy, and they relate to um, millions of videos that have had um, a number of views, some in the billions, actually. And and really, what these videos are doing is they're coming across as get rich quick schemes. Uh, So they show cars or big houses, very enticing sort of lives. And I guess the danger with these is that, um, number one, they're attractive and they're feeding into this idea we might have about our lives. Um, And uh, we see that a lot lot of youngsters actually are, are spending time on these videos.
0: This is quite concerning, uh, uh, give us uh, more details as to you know how, how this has put people at risk uh, in terms of absorbing information that is not 100% accurate.
1: Yeah, so I think the, the, the main danger really is that um, you could lose a lot of money and um, if you follow advice from um, someone who might not actually be qualified to give that advice. So often these schemes I think sell so, a false sense of what it really takes to achieve financial freedom. And I think what we must remember is that um, you know, there's a saying that says that there's no such thing as a free lunch. And so the really quick ways seemingly to make money, they're often end in of losses. And in many cases, the people that are behind these videos are also youngsters. They have no financial qualification. Mm. And, and some of them already actually have a history of peddling promises mm. uh, of making money quickly and easily. So um, you're taking advice from individuals who are not actually qualified to give it.
0: And isn't there any substance to the investment products or or ways of generating an income that they are are alluding to?
1: Well, I think, I mean, that's one of the red flags that Mm -hmm. you might want to look at. So, you know, it's about can you can you understand how this particular product that they're selling you makes money? Um, and so I think the first thing you want to do is you want to see if it makes sense. Um, and if you don't understand how an investment product is generating its returns, and there's no clear underlying assets or, or, or resource that generates value, then you need to be cautious. Um, you know, an example that we often see is sort of tiered investments that might classify investors, um, uh, by, uh, let's say, levels such as gold, um, silver, platinum, etc. Or they might be asking you to recruit new investors in order to realize the return on your investment. Now, that is a classic pyramid scheme. Mm. Um, and so what you're alluding to there is really one of the first things that you need to to try and assess is, does it make sense to you in terms of how this investment actually generates return? Um, and then there's a number of other red flags that you can look out for as well.
0: Mm -hmm. Tell us more about those red flags uh, that we need to be mindful of.
1: Sure, so another one might be the thought star might create a sense of urgency. Now, for obvious reasons, if you're trying to sell someone something that is a little bit dodgy, you don't want to give them a lot of time to spend research, uh, researching and thinking about the investment. And so if something is sold as a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity um, or there's a sense of, of urgency or you're being manipulated in order to make a decision quite quickly, uh, I think you need to see that as a, as a red flag. Mm-hmm. Um, another one is this, um you can't find a track record for this particular individual or um, or institutional company, whatever they're positioning themselves at. If, if, if you can't find a solid track record where they have demonstrated that they're able to uh, provide a particular product, a particular financial um, service over a period of time, that also needs to be a red, a red flag. Uh, and then very lastly, um, I think what's useful about the financial service um, uh, sector, and in all the South Africa as an example, is that financial service providers need to be registered with. Um, an authorized financial body like the Financial Sector Conduct Authority, yeah. and so if an entity is not registered with the kind of country's, um, you know, financial sector conduct authority or similar body, it means that it is not regulated, um, and so you can actually contact financial bodies to verify the registration of any financial entity um, that is relatively new or not well established. So if you do some homework, um, you should be able to. Uh, uncover if something is doesn't actually have the backing and um, that it needs to have to be authorized and registered to be um, essentially selling a financial product. Um, so that would be the last piece of homework that I would say you'd need to, to do
0: make sure it's registered be mindful of any sense of urgency that's created and of course making sure there's yeah. a track record and a track record that goes beyond other people's tweets or quotes <laughs> or testimonial <laughs> videos right um uh, something yeah. substantial
1: it. <laughs> uh, no it's, uh, i mean it's really interesting you say that because i think what social media has done is that it um, it almost creates a um uh, the sense that we can trust people it creates a false sense of security and we yes. trust members of our online social networks like they were friends or family. And this is what con is actually play for, on because they they rely on these social networks. So um, you do need to be careful about the trust that we place in in members of social networks, and you know, often it's people that we don't really know personally. Mm,
0: you're quite right. This false sense of security and openness that makes us overly susceptible to to, to being duped and uh, led down the wrong path. If you've just joined our conversation here on Kaya nine five nine on Kaya Biz, we are in conversation with Nomi Pogani. She's the head of Strategic Markets at Alan Gray, helping us be mindful of how to navigate um, uh, sourcing um, uh, financial information from social media platforms and using that uh, to equip us in trying to create wealth. We've heard that you do need to be mindful, make sure that any individual or company that is represented is registered with the necessary uh, bodies in South Africa specifically, that would be the FSCA. Uh, Be mindful of any sense of urgency that's created uh, around you making a payment or investment quite quickly and do make sure that they do have a solid track record Nomi because we are young and we are dynamic and we you know are all about new technologies and new ways of doing things I guess one you know can can be open-minded in order to understand that there are different ways and new ways of investing and um, receiving uh, investment information but as young investors how should we think about investing um, if the ultimate goal is really financial freedom um, I guess can we mix the old with the new and, and find new innovative ways uh, to be more mindful um, and and savvy when it comes to our investments.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. So I think you know what's useful about um, a technology and digital services is that um, it's made it possible to instantly invest, um, and in a way that may not have been um, in the past. But you know, as, as we've been talking, uh, we need to be mindful of the fact that as investors, we're not the only people that are benefiting from these advances in in technology, um, and really kind of the piece of guidance I have around how you approach your journey to financial freedom is it's quite practical and, and maybe something your, your parents would have said, and that is, you know, a prudent way to financial freedom is to save and invest diligently mm-hmm. um, and so that, that really is it. Um, and secondly, um, kind of being mindful that your income shouldn't just be consumed by kind of present needs or even past needs in the case of debt, uh, but you also need to think about what your future goals and needs are and then you need to put a plan that's going to help you get there.
0: So where else can investors source good, credible financial advice uh, and information?
1: Uh, a good place to start um, if you are looking for uh, potentially some assistance would be something like an independent financial advisor. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, an independent financial advisor in South Africa would also be if someone who's working for a financial service product, uh, provider that is at registered and authorized and licensed to give you financial advice. Um, And and what they're going to do is that they're going to explore your unique set of circumstances uh, and then actually help you implement a long-term investment strategy that's going to help you get to your goals. Um, I think specifically when we think about scams, uh, which is what we're talking about today, I think there's two reasons why an independent financial advisor can be really valuable. The one is that you know, many investors starting their journey or if you're heading into retirement even, but um, you can fall prey to scammers if you don't have a solid financial plan. So getting that plan in place is actually the first step and a financial advisor is gonna help you do that. Mm -hmm. And secondly, there's obviously hundreds of investment products, literally, and being able to choose the right one for you can be a minefield. Uh, And so a reputable independent financial advisor is gonna help you vet the opportunities that are available and choose the right one for you.
0: You're quite right there, making sure it's someone who's reputable to help you navigate this landscape. Nomi, thank you so much for your time. We really do appreciate the feedback you've given us today. That's that Nomi Polgani. She's the Head of Strategic Markets at Alan Gray. Helping you secure your future was brought to you by Alan Gray. Alan Gray is an authorized financial services provider.